I'm Effie Parks. Welcome to Once Upon a Jane, the podcast. This is a place I created for us to connect and share the stories of our not-so-typical lives. Raising kids who are born with rare genetic syndromes and other types of disabilities can feel pretty isolating. What I know for sure is that when we can hear the triumphs and challenges from others who get it, we can find a lot more laughter, a lot more hope, and feel a lot less alone. I believe there are some magical healing powers that can happen for all of us through sharing our stories, and I'll take all the help I can get. Once Upon a Gene is proud to be part of Bloodstream Media. Living in a family affected by rare and chronic illness can be isolating, and sometimes the best medicine is connecting to the voices of people who share your experience. This is why Bloodstream Media produces podcasts, blogs, and other forms of content for patients, families, and clinicians impacted by rare and chronic diseases. Visit bloodstreammedia.com to learn more. Hi there, and welcome to the show. Once a month, I release this extra special episode in a series I call A Rare Collection. It features a few people from the rare disease community, each telling a true story with the same theme. I'm super excited to present the 25th episode in the storytelling series. I've always been moved by storytelling, and I believe there is so much power in them for both the listener and the storyteller. I'm the luckiest podcaster ever in that this is what I get to do for fun, passion, and purpose. The theme for today's episode is a Father's Day special, Amidst the Storm. Here's a story from Jess, Syngap mom, talking about her dad and everyone's favorite grandpa, Ed. I want to wish a happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Being a dad is hard. Don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure, at least in my case, being a mom is harder, but being a dad definitely has some challenges. In my experience, both in my family growing up and now in my marriage, the mom was the primary caregiver for the kids, which meant that we generally know more life details and end up making many of the decisions, day-to-day and medically. This can leave a lot of dads or secondary caregivers feeling helpless in situations they may feel they have no control over. Throw a rare disease into the mix, and it's a whole new level of helplessness. If you know my dad, you know he does not like feeling helpless. He's a fixer by nature. And now, not only is he watching his grandson struggle with all the debilitating aspects of having Syngap 1, but he's watching his daughter try to navigate the heartbreaking part of being a rare disease parent. And since he can't fix it, He does everything in his power to make it better for both of us. He is Cole's biggest cheerleader for learning new things. Every new accomplishment, and I mean every one, is greeted with utmost enthusiasm. I can't tell you how proud he was when Cole learned to hold and take bites of a banana by himself. I must have heard about it every day for a week or a month. He hates when Cole's upset and isn't afraid to make a fool of himself wherever we are to sing Itsy Bitsy Spider at the top of his lungs or clap and play patty cake to calm Cole down. When we went for Cole's first EEG, I knew I would need my dad with me. While I was focused on the doctor and nurse and the overwhelming amount of information, his sole focus was keeping Cole happy. Even laying on the floor, being a human iPad stand, snack holder, and entertainer for the duration. He's one of the most involved grandparents I know, both in our daily lives and in advocating for treatments for Cole. From school pickups, sleepovers, weekend walks, and impromptu pool dips, 
He sees Cole almost every day. And Cole knows. Cole knows when Bapa's car pulls in or when he hears his voice and he runs to greet him, one of his favorite people in the world. No one lights up more when Cole laughs or gets their camera out quicker when he's doing something cute. Without my dad, this storm that is rare disease would be a whole lot darker, and I hope he knows how much we appreciate everything he puts into our family and our lives. He's the best dad, and I couldn't ask for a better Bapa for Cole. Happy Father's Day, Dad, and thank you. Here's a story from Sierra, Warsaw Breakage Mom, talking about her husband, who rocks a rad mullet, and twin dad, Justin. This Father's Day, I want to acknowledge the often unsung heroes in the rare disease world, the dads. They can usually be found behind the scenes, trying to stoically navigate their families amidst the constant storm that is rare disease. So this is the tribute of appreciation you all deserve. This goes out to all the dads, granddads, bonus dads, uncles, and the dad-like figures out there with a special acknowledgement to my husband, Justin. Having a child with a rare disease is a storm my husband and I never imagined we would have to weather. In the almost four years since we have been married, we've had to navigate some extremely challenging situations that have left us physically and emotionally exhausted and at times feeling defeated. We experienced recurrent miscarriages and battled infertility, had to navigate a high-risk twin pregnancy with a grim prognosis given for our son, had to live with the fear of not knowing if he would survive, have had to helplessly endure the pain of watching him suffer, have had to come to terms with the numerous unknowns associated with an ultra-rare diagnosis, and have questioned ourselves time and time again on if we were making the right choices or if we were doing enough for him, all while questioning if we were doing enough for his typically developing twin sister too. This storm at times is all-consuming. I have lost sleep over what it has already done and will continue to do to our family. But amidst the storm, my husband has been our anchor. He has been the beacon of hope on the days I was all consumed with fear. He has summoned my strength on the days I felt too weak to keep going. He rallied behind me with encouragement and confidence when it came to advocating for our son, all while wearing his new advocate title with pride. He is beyond supportive and is the hardest working dad I know. All throughout our six-week NICU stay, the countless inpatient admissions and numerous surgeries, he would routinely work all day and then commute over an hour to the hospital to tag me out, taking over for the night shift, knowing I wouldn't get a single second of sleep with all the alarms and the constant check-ins every hour. He did this without once complaining or letting the exhaustion get the best of him, just to turn around and do it all over again the next day. He would keep this routine up for weeks with a smile on his face. Our kids adore their dad and squeal with delight every time he walks in the door. He consistently comes home after working 12 hours and jumps right in to assist with working on therapy homework, cooking dinner, and orchestrating bath time. He should get an award for putting on the most epic bath times. They are seriously the highlight of the day most days around here. He then tucks them both into bed while singing the best bedtime lullabies. He also graciously and willingly shares the rotating assignment of who is covering nighttime feeds and meds. He is the champion for making sure I remember to take care of myself, which often falls to the bottom of my priority list while caring for two-year-old twins, one of whom is medically complex and disabled. When we were told our son wasn't quite tall enough yet for a gait trainer, he built him the cutest miniature parallel bars out of PVC pipes and two by fours. 
because that is the kind of positive attitude and energy he relentlessly brings amidst the constant chaos of the storm. He is the exact person I needed as my partner on this voyage and is truly the unsung hero of our story. I couldn't be more thankful or proud to have him as my husband and father to our children. As I said in my vows on our wedding day, I'll love you in the light and I'll love you in the darkness. Thank you for your tenacity, devotion, and unwavering love. Happy Father's Day, Justin. Here's a story from GSD1B mom, Margot, talking about her rad husband, Jameis. Happy Father's Day to all the rare dads out there, and thank you for all you do for your families. My name is Margot Lafreniere. I'm the mother of two beautiful girls, Allie and Sophie. Sophie was born with a rare genetic metabolic disease called glycogen storage disease type 1B. I'll be talking today about our family and the theme amidst the storm. When I first started thinking about this theme, I began thinking it's really quite fitting for all rare disease families. I imagine a hurricane, and if you think about being in the eye of a hurricane, the quiet amidst the chaos and the storm swirling around you, it really paints a pretty good picture of rare disease life. Our storm is GSD. I wanted to talk a bit about glycogen storage disease and what it means for our family and how it impacts our daily lives. Sophie's body is unable to access the stored form of glucose called glycogen in the liver, so her body needs a continuous supply of glucose in order to survive. The current treatment for GSD is a strict diet that restricts pretty much all sugar and limits carbohydrates. This is used in combination with scheduled feedings of uncooked cornstarch. Sophie drinks cornstarch every three hours during the day and every four hours at night to maintain a normal glucose level at the same times every day. GSD requires perfection. But cornstarch is not a healthy liver, and it's by no means a perfect solution. Many things can affect your glucose, things like activity, heat, illnesses, infections, growing. Sophie's body is constantly at risk for hypoglycemia, and we have to be vigilant all the time and ready to intervene if her sugar goes low. She wears a continuous glucose monitor on her arm and carries a phone with her everywhere she goes so that we can constantly monitor her glucose level. This is helpful when she attends school or participates in activity, but everything requires planning and looking ahead. Sophie receives seven doses of cornstarch a day and we measure these on a gram scale. We travel with dextrose, extra snacks, cornstarch, and extra cornstarch doses. All of this is so that Sophie can lead a seemingly normal life. Jameis, my husband, is at the center of the storm with me, reassuring us, supporting us, and talking me through whatever problem we may encounter. Then there is the pressures of regular family life, the need to work and pay your bills and provide for your family. With Sophie's diagnosis, she required more care, and because of this, we made the decision for me to transition from working part-time as a nurse to working per diem. Jameis is now the sole provider for our family. Shortly after Sophie's diagnosis with GSD, Jameis uses incredible networking skills to connect with many different advocates in the rare disease community. We founded Sophie's Hope Foundation, which was initially a foundation to raise funds to accelerate research for better treatments for GSD-1B. This has evolved and Jameis has evolved to create more of a patient and caregiver ag- advocacy platform. We've accomplished a lot within the past few years. We held a listening session with the FDA highlighting the impact of GSD-1B on everyday life, the lives of patients and caregivers. We launched a data collection platform with RareX. Jameis works tirelessly connecting with and meeting with scientists, researchers, and doctors from all over the world. He's collaborating with several pharmaceutical companies to accelerate research for better treatments for GSD-1B. 
We've also worked really hard this past year to build a greater sense of community and support for patients and caregivers affected by this disease. We've partnered with other parents and one in particular, Blair, has helped us create patient spotlight series where we highlight different patients affected by GSD-1B. We were also able to launch our first virtual connection chats where patients and caregivers can come together, share, and learn from one another's experiences living with GSD-1B. Jameis ran the Boston Marathon this year for Sophie's Hope Foundation. And we host a golf tournament every year in Sophie's honor uh, to raise funds and awareness for GSD-1B. Jameis, Sophie and Allie's dad is incredible. It's really his drive and passion that have brought us so far already. We're incredibly fortunate to have him in the center of our storm. Happy Father's Day, Jameis. Here's a story from Mariana, CTNNB1 mom, talking about her husband and my man, Bruno. We no longer possess the recklessness of our 20s or the bravery of our 30s at the age of 40. At age 40, we already possess the wisdom to make wise choices and choose the most rational path of action. At 40, Mafalda entered Bruno's life and shattered all his prejudices with her smile and honey-colored eyes. I have been privileged to testify to the special bond between fathers and daughters that I have always heard. From the moment she was born, Bruno assumed the role of a super dad who was always there for her, loving and patient. Over time, their relationship developed into something truly unique. Mafalda is her daddy's little girl, and she has plunged into her father's life with a deluge of novelties that were not in her father's daily life. The experience of motherhood changes you. I think fathers are like that too. It consists of different emotions, joys, sorrows, and responsibilities. Mafalda is no ordinary child either. Mafalda is a little girl who has a rare illness. The journey becomes much more difficult and emotional, full of hope and suffering when you are the parent of a kid who has a rare disease. And suddenly, we are in the middle of a storm. The only certainty is that the storm will not slow down. Future uncertainty, a lack of knowledge, and trouble locating qualified professionals are just a few of the issues that make life difficult for us every day. We immediately transform into sleuths, looking into everything that matters and frequently doesn't, seeking knowledge, getting in touch with other families who are dealing with the same situation and battling for the best resources and treatments. And Bruno, being a good computer geek, refused to readily accept the vague explanations of the medical staff, and instead he researched and then researched some more, so that he could give his daughter the best explanations to get around the limitations of her condition. With only a few hundred cases reported worldwide, a father has been diagnosed with a rare condition called CTNNB1, a complex condition that causes many disorders. I often ask myself, why are, with thousands of children being born every day, why did my daughter have to be the recipient of this tremendous prize? Well, not Bruno. I think Bruno values his daily life with Mafalda more because he knows how to deal with it. I am the one who, more often than not, overthinks, imagines the worst, and the thought makes me angry and overwhelmed. But I have learned to be more realistic, to live life day by day, not to overcomplicate or be hard on myself. Bruno showed me that understanding and still teaches me something new every day. I believe I am on the right path. Routine tasks such as prescriptions, treatments, doctor visits, and specialist care can be taxing. We must always be vigilant and prepared for anything, usually the worst case scenario. But what if Bruno didn't exist and took control of the situation? Fear is also part of the journey. We worry about the limitations of our children, the challenges they will face in life, the effects of disease, and the day when we will no longer be able to protect them. 
However, expectations change over time. Every small victory we achieve is subject to celebration. Unfortunately, I am also aware of how challenging life can be. Not everyone is suited to live in this harsh and testy reality. I know many cases where, for some reason, the father cannot deal with this issue and the mother has to deal with it. Not Bruno. Bruno fights by grabbing the bull's horns, to use a Portuguese expression. And Lafalda won't have wanted a bigger father. I hope he appreciates this tribute. Hey, who say we don't talk about Bruno? I hope you've been enjoying this podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this show with your people. And please make sure to rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also head over to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to connect with me and stay updated on the show. If you're interested in sharing your story, or if you have anything you would like to contribute, please submit it to my website at effieparks.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show and for supporting me along the way. I appreciate you all so much. I don't know what kind of day you're having, but if you need a little pick-me-up, Ford's got you. (laughs) 